You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. And I accidentally hit sure without even looking at it. Oh, so this is your fault. It's my fault. Let's be fair, though. Kids of the future probably won't make broom broom sounds when they play with toy cars. Welcome back to Twig. I'm Proxy. I'm Sarah. And I am she who has defeated death yeah. multiple times. Yeah. I think you've like now cheated death three times more, at least. More than that. but Three times recently. Yeah. In the past 365 days, yes. Uh, that shower thought was brought to you, by the way, by um, Cruise It Jess or Cruise It Jess. I'm not sure how they pronounce that name, but on the shit Reddit, Shower Thoughts subreddit. Thanks, I can speak today. On the shit Reddit. On the shit Reddit. Hopefully I don't sound too bad. I'm recovering from a cold myself. Yep. Uh, You know, while you were busy being deathly ill, some of us had real things to deal with, like a mild head cold. I wasn't even like deathly ill. (laughs) My body was just trying to kill me. Yeah. That's what's so like shitty about every time that you end up in the hospital. You're not sick. You're not sick. You just, there's something wrong with you that we have to, you have to be there to get it fixed. That's the problem sick. when you're Morgan and you're just so ill. <laughs> the illest. Licensed to Ill. ill. Meanwhile, I'm great. Oh, good. That's, that's good fine. to know. <laughs> I feel like I'm finally... I wanted to do some recording since I took this week off of streaming mm-hmm. for... Uh, GDQ. GDQ, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. But I was like, oh, I could get some, some recording done for the audiobook that I'm working on. And... Yeah, I can't really do that when I sound like trash. No. Today is like probably the best I've sounded this week. Hmm. And yeah. yeah, so we'll see. I'll probably get some of it done this weekend. If not, I want to plow through all of it this weekend, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Um, For those that are unaware, the first audiobook that I've narrated is officially on the market. And if you're clever and quick, you can hit me up in the in the comments and I might drop you a free code for yeah to get that get that book into your ears. If that's your jam. Yeah. It's already sold like 24 copies in the first three days. Nice. It blows my mind. I haven't checked recently, but very excited. Uh, if you want to purchase it your own way, or you don't have time to ask me for a code, uh, just look up the Lustful Claws. I think it's actually just Lustful Claws by yeah. Sindal Rivers. And it is indeed exactly what it sounds like. It is 100% what it sounds like. <laughs> it is male on male anthro fantasy. Hell yeah. You know... It's a hot seller. It, it people, apparently people like furry stuff, and I like reading it. I like reading anything that like people would go. I don't want to tell my mother that I read these things. <laughs> I go. I would like to read those things out loud and brag about it at family gatherings to my mother, and sometimes get paid. Yeah, and sometimes get paid for it. So that's that's great. Yeah. Um. Anyway, to to kick into things, uh, you guys may notice we for the first time, literally ever, the first time since this podcast has started, we actually skipped a week. Yep. Now I know we didn't necessarily have to, but there was so much going on. It just it felt better. Yeah. To wait than half-ass an episode. Yeah. Because otherwise, as we've well, alluded to, Morgan was you know hanging out with Death in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just chilling there, listening to metal music. But, you know, it wasn't like the fun kind where you're like sitting with death and like jamming out together. It's like you're about to fall asleep and then death goes, hey, it it, it was the kind of like you might wake up without a foot kind. Mm. Yeah. 
Mm. Uh, fun fact, I woke up with the foot, so yes. we're still good. It's still there. All four feet are still there. Yeah. Yep. It's just one of them is in a funny sock now. Yeah. So, like, really, I don't know if it is still there. It could just be a screw-on sock that just bolts to your ankle. I have pictures. I can it's neither there. confirm nor deny. <laughs> I can show you right now. Oh, that'd be something, don't. but I let's not. five minutes wrapping it back up. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to undo Dr. Sarah's wrap <laughs> job. But, um, so... Over the last two weeks, yeah, I know you haven't played much that last, like this whole year, pretty much. Because, <laughs> spoiler alert, Morgan went into the hospital. I drove you guys there friggin' New Year's Eve. Yep. yep. And what'd you get home like yesterday? Two Tuesday. days ago. Oh God, yeah. Two, from Tuesday to Tuesday. Yep. So seven full days. week, seven days. Yep. Yeah, it's bad. Oh my God. <laughs> it sure was. Uh, so anyway, what uh, what have you played of note since um, our last episode? Of note. Since being back from the dead, um, I didn't play much this week, but I did play a couple things. Um, while I was in the hospital, I happened to still be able to claim my Epic Games because you can do that via mobile. So I I picked up Steep. That was one of the ones that was out last week. Yeah, Steep was released. That was their triple play because yep. they did Steep along with... Um... Darksiders and Darksiders and Darksiders 2, 2. Definitive yep. Edition. So, but I had played Steep before on the other on the consoles, and I was like, oh yep. well, whatever, I'll try it out. It's 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 a snowboarding game, it's but I I wanted to see how it ran on my computer. Open world, cool borders, essentially. Played that for like an hour and a half. Eh. Then I played some Lego Batman too because I'm a cool kid. Yep. The coolest kid. And those are always fun to just like kind of pop in and out of. And then. I know I've only been home for a couple days, but I accidentally beat a game. Oh, my God. How? Can't stop her. Can't stop her. I accidentally beat Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order. How? All right. What's your take on the 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 full experience? Uh, this is the first EA game I'm not disappointed with. Wow. Would you would you say it's worth like should should I rent it? Should I buy it? Is it worth owning? Well, you can't rent it anymore. Redbox doesn't do games anymore. Oh, right. Yeah. But um, fair enough. I think you would like it because it's very souls like. Mm. Um, Should you buy it? I don't think you should buy it particularly. I think it's like a borrow. Yeah, because like, you bought it on disc. Yeah, I bought it on. Disc. Perfect. I like those. They're shareable. Mm -hmm. Right. And like I bought it on discount because I had a GameStop employee discount and I bought it used. So I with a gift card with a gift card. So you spent like nine dollars of human money. On yeah. It or something like that. Nine human dollars. So it, it but it was good. It was very good. The story was very well done. There are some glitches in the game that. If you were trying to speed run this game and you got caught by one of these glitches, you'd be very angry. <laughs> I got caught in a glitch where I got pushed off the level. And every time I got every time I went to go like reload me, because if you fall off part of the world, it just like reloads you from where you fell off. It doesn't like kill you depending on like what level you're playing the game on. But I wasn't playing it on like Jedi Master. But when it would reload me, it reloaded me still under the world. Oh, no. And I had to find where I could jump to f keep falling until my health bar finally dissipated. That was very hard to do. Mm. 
very hard to do. <laughs> because, you know, being stuck in a level, like literally in the level, it's like being stuck in a floor and you just can't find the opening. Yeah. But otherwise, no, it was it was a good game. It it's the story's great. Um there's a lot of stuff that I didn't even get because like by the time I was halfway through, I was like, okay, I just want to fucking beat this game. Because it's just who I am. Yeah. I I'm not gonna platinum this game. I know this for a fact. <laughs> I have yet to platinum a game. Yeah. But if you're a person that wants to platinum games fucking do it because there's tons of like puzzles that you need to do like stupid little ones like okay well this barrier's here but I gotta get this ball that's on the other side of the barrier into this hole but I can only see it somewhat and I can only use these two force powers It's and timing is key and it's good it's hmm. great it was a good game would I say it's a 10 out of 10 no and that's not even just because the bias of EA made it. Mm. It definitely shows that EA made it, though, because the mouths are a little bit wonky <laughs> when it comes to the voiceover. Oh, yeah. boy. Just a little bit. But um, the rest of the mocap was really good. Yeah, the mocap's great on it. Um, just the the voice actors alone are great. Uh, I would give it like a seven, seven and a half out of ten. I would say, uh, I mean, like you can go to planets early. Some of the planets you can go to early. I do not recommend going to Dathomir early. Do not recommend going to Dathomir at all oh, until no. they make you go to Dathomir. Oh, no. Okay. Just FYI. Dathomir is where Darth Maul's from. Oh, all right. And Man, that's where I want to go first then. And they are a warrior clan. And it, 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 no. Just, just know. Everything there wants you dead. Did you know, speaking of Darth Maul, that because I spent much of the last two weeks binging on Star Wars, uh, fucking Ray Park played Darth Maul. I just assumed this whole time that he was the voice of Darth Maul in Phantom Menace. No. Nope. He was dubbed over by some other guy. Yeah. What the hell? They did the same thing with Vader. Somebody other than James Earl Jones played Vader. Well, yeah, that's he what he voiced him over. That's what's also fucked up is like James Earl Jones has a great voice. Whatever you got to do, put a different body in there. Don't fit. Don't squeeze but James Earl Jones in there. You don't see his face. But uh, Darth Vader in A New Hope through Return of the Jedi was played by this one guy until the last minute in Return of the Jedi when he takes off. Spoiler alert, I guess when he takes off when Luke takes off his helmet and it's a it's a face. It's a different guy than the guy who had been in the suit this whole time. How shitty would that feel if you had been an actor and you had been Darth Vader's body and his movements for three movies? And at the last minute, they're like, it's not going to be your face, though. It's going to be this other guy. Well, it's a good thing they talk about that scene where they shaved Chewbacca's face and it wasn't Peter Mayhew. <laughs> <laughs> what the Like, what the hell? Anyway... Oh, he would have been, he would have been pissed. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, it's simple at least. I, I did buy a game last night because Game Grumps dropped a game. Like, did uh, they make another one? They made another one. Uh, Soviet Jumper. 
or something something along those lines. They dropped it. It is free to play, but they also have a founder's edition for twenty dollars. Yeah. And anything it's on that Steam. Game Grumps comes out with, I'm I really want to support them. So it's like twenty bucks. Here you go. Yeah, you get some extra shit with it. But um, it's like Soviet jumping game. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but I, I literally I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. But that's it. I haven't even played it yet. Yeah. But I happen to be on Instagram and they're like, hey, we dropped a game today. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, they oh. dropped it really suddenly. Uh, Ra, what did you play? I have only played in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I booted up um, Animal Crossing New Leaf again. <sighs> wow, an Animal Crossing game. You don't say. I know. Well, I haven't played New Leaf in so long. Um, Because uh, Horizons? New Horizons? Old Horizons, new the, Horizons. The, whatever the new one, uh, Horizon Crossing, that one's coming out in March, and I like Pocket Camp. I'm playing it every day, but it's just not doing it for me. And Morgan was like, "I'm never gonna use my copy. Just play my game." Fortunately, hers is digital, so I have to use her DS. So that sucks, but, 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 because it's digital and I have to play it on her DS, that means that my copy on my DS. I can just turn it on, and if I need to trade some items with myself, I can. There you go. Just shit like I gave myself all of my old fossils that I had already filled up my museum. So, like, I know I don't need those in my original game. Why not just give them to my new one? That's not cheating. It's playing that's, ju- that's just what your friends would do. Or, like, a, an axe, because I haven't gotten to the point where I can buy an axe yet, but my new town is just like clumps of trees that are very like six trees all squished together in different areas so i can't when you shake trees every day the chances of a beehive coming out there's two beehives in two trees there's one beehive in two trees right shake trees you're gonna get beehives you're gonna get stung by a bee that's not good 10 trees will drop bells if I can't see what's coming out of the tree, I don't know if it's a bee or a money. So I need to fix the trees, but I didn't have an X, but now I have an X. But I don't know. It's I forgot how fun but stressful that game is because, Jesus, there's so much stuff to do at the beginning. I forgot. There really is, like, just to settle in. I remember that being a big issue uh, with the original GameCube release. I say a big issue. It was only just uh, like a, an inconvenience for me and my buddies, like starting the game and there's no way to save it until you've completed all of the tasks that Tom Nook needs you to complete yep. for him. And it's like, I have which stuff is like to do. saying hello to everyone in town, planting flowers around the shop, mm-hmm. doing some stuff, run some deliveries, do some favors for your neighbors. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then you can save the game. Yep. There's like a good hour, maybe hour and a half worth in there. When people speed run that part of the game, because I have watched about two hours of a 40-hour speedrun of that game. When people speedrun that part of the game, it takes 12 minutes. And that's speedrunning. That's an eternity in speedrun time. That's, and that's speedrunning. Somebody who, like, that is I their life. I could almost complete chapter one of Bendy <laughs> twice in that time. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it just takes a while. And then I forgot how shitty it is. And, like, every town has a river running through it. And there's only one bridge. I forgot how shitty that is because my bridge is all the way at the bottom of my map and my retail store is on the left side of my map 
on the other side of the river. My house, town hall, and the exit to the to the market and stuff is on the right side. So I have to go all the way down my goddamn map, cross the bridge, and then do everything I need to do over on the you left side. You should really be able to be like, I'm the mayor, and I'm ordain- ordinating that you're moving. Yeah. From this side of town to and this I'm, side of town to be convenient to me. And I'm dumb because obviously they show you at the beginning of New Leaf, they show you the map and they're like, is this good? And you can pick, I think, up to four. You can like swap through them and decide yeah. if you like them or not. And I accidentally hit sure without even looking at it. Oh, so this is your fault. It's my fault. Let's be fair, though. <laughs> In Animal Crossing, you're like a mayor of a communist like town where the business owners rule everything and you're just mayor by title. That sounds like late stage capitalism, if anything. Or I'm, may, I, I'm actually interested to, uh, fun little side trot. Uh, I bought two new books yesterday, mm-hmm. um, both of which probably got me put on a list somewhere. Communist Manifesto? Uh, the Manifesto of the Communist Party is one of them. The other one is... No? Uh, Marxism? No, that's the same basic idea. Because uh, well, Karl Marx was the one that did the original manifesto of the oh, communist. It can't be know. the anarchist cookbook. No, I've I've had that one forever. No, um, Mein Kampf. Ah. So, oh, yeah, you're on a list somewhere. A very confusing list, to be sure. For sure. Uh, <laughs> between With everything I've ever bought, it's just, it's a really weird list. Mm. So that, like, we don't understand anymore either. Perfect crime. But, so anyway, so um, now I'm like breezing through it's like a 33 page document the manifesto of the communist party yeah but i would love to like get into the politics of animal crossing sometime Mm. and like what are they actually doing what's actually happening here how does anybody have money except for can i buy a plot of land that's just like five acres by five acres so like 25 acres squared and just like set up some tiny houses and run my own little community i'll be the tom nook yes you can you you can but it will end with Kool-Aid. Oh, that's right. It Dang will end it. with Kool-Aid or poison in a I basement. I forgot those are cults. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is also known as Ruby Ridge. Ah. Uh, Jonestown. Um, I uh, saw a meme that was something about how Tom Nook is like the worst. And someone was like, I will not accept Tom Nook's slander in my house. He's a good man. He built your house for you and didn't charge you interest. And I was like, I owed Tom Nook 100,000 plus bells for seven months. And guess who's not banging your door down? Yeah. You know who doesn't email me every single day when I'm behind on rent? <laughs> Can you imagine? Tom Nook. Can you imagine if Tom Nook did that? If, like, you stopped playing, like, say, New Leaf, where it's not a phone application. Oh, yeah, and he just and, charges you interest, and, and you turn it just... back on, and, like, not only is your town overrun with <laughs> Can weeds, Can you imagine, but... like, it's tied to your Nintendo account, and he just emails you every day, like, now it's 100,000 bells plus one. Can you not put this into the network because Nintendo is listening? <laughs> If they're listening, I'm sure they owe me money somehow. Somehow. Uh, outside of Animal Crossing, anything else that you've played um, of note? No. Poop. I spent... Uh, I did play Sleep on a Hospital uh, <laughs> Sleeper Bed Simulator for two nights in a row. And that was fucking awful. And then I, when I was at home and Morgan was still at the hospital, I spent cleaning... Spent time cleaning and stuff. Uh, cause sterile environment. Yeah. Sterile. Quote unquote. And that was a lot of my like weekend 
And then since she's been home, I've just been like going to work and then coming home and just enjoying the fact that she's home. So mm. I'm a big softy. What can I say? I really want to play Skyrim, but I can't fucking find our Switch games. I also haven't looked for them, so. That's fine. You're going to find them in five minutes, yeah, but I'm, I'm so gonna, mad. We're going to go upstairs um, and I'm going to find them in like eight seconds flat. We might have your copy of Switch Skyrim. Did I had you asked, borrow it? I had asked to borrow it for yeah. Annabelle. And you really? had recommended the PS4 copy because, you know, quality yeah. and everything. And mods. But I was like, no, she wants for the Switch specifically right. because the Switch. Yeah, and that's fair. I don't have my PS4 copy anyway because I still have So, yeah, it. remind me when we're done recording. And... Okay. Either way, still can't find the other Switch games, and I'm annoyed by it. But that mm. at least explains Skyrim. Wherever they are, <laughs> they're sterile. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's only because I peed on them. No, now they taste even worse. <laughs> Somehow they taste better. Do you know they stopped yeah. doing that? No. With newer Switch games, they stopped adding that uh, the that, bitterant that agent. bitterant stuff. Do you ever taste it? Uh, I'm assuming it's the same kind of stuff that they use for that, like the shit you can spray on your cords so your cat doesn't chew on them. Oh uh, yeah. Or like the, the bitterant agent that they put in air, like spray cans. Oh, spray it's air. the same. It's the same terribleness. Nasty. As soon as I opened a Switch game, I was like. Bone. Yeah, I've never actually like my tongue has not come in contact directly with a cart. I hate when but... I put it in and then like later I lick mm -hmm. that finger. That has happened to me oh. with um with the bitterant agent we put on the cords so that Lenore doesn't chew herself to an electrical and it does not work. And it doesn't work. She she just she's hell bent <laughs> on <laughs> 120 volts to the face. Yeah. I don't know why, I... but <laughs> I've I've been dealing with our cords and then later on I'll like like rub around my mouth or something yeah. and then lick my lips and I'm like, ah, ah, it tastes like poison. <laughs> and you're like, I've never tasted poison, poison to make that comparison, but I assume this is what poison tastes like. Well, it's activating all the receptors in your brain that says this is probably poison because it's not good. Mm. Get it out. <laughs> <sighs> what have you played? So I, I went on an adventure in games because I've, as we tend to be at the end of a year slash beginning of the next year when there's no major releases that like you and I are psyched about, mm -hmm. I have game ADD. Yep. Yep. And I'm all over the place. And I had an interesting conversation. I was talking to uh, my cousin, Shadow, and he was like, yeah, I've been having that same thing where I don't know what to play. And I'm like, I think the problem is that when we were younger all we wanted from gaming was something I could lose myself for 14 plus hours straight in. I had that kind of like time and that desire to escape the world. And not that I don't still have that desire to escape the world, but it was like, you know, you don't have you have had the time then. shunning my homework didn't mean I didn't get paid. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, and all I wanted was a big old open world where I could do anything, but they didn't have the technology for it. And now that they have the technology for it in every game that's coming out, you could sink hundreds of hours into or most games that are coming out, you can sink a bunch of hours into, and they're all open world and do whatever you want to do. And now I don't have the time, but my brain still wants that. I want that, but I can't spend the time to get into it. Yeah. So I've been looking more for games that are like two to eight hours long that I can get a really good story out of, things like Soma or The Turing Test. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'd recommended a bunch to them. And... I was in a mood of like, I want to play something like devilly, but I've been through the Devil May Cry games, except for five. I haven't done five yet. I was like, but I've been through those and I'm not really in the mood for that right now. So, of course, Darksiders and Darksiders 2, which I now probably own 15 copies of that I've all gotten for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I booted up Darksiders 
And first off, very World of Warcraft-esque graphics. Oh, no. So good. Um, But also, it it brought me back a little bit. It reminded me of when um, when Nate's Xbox one broke and he had to go back to the 360 for a while. And he wrote a whole article about the experience of being on one generation and going back a generation mm-hmm. for a little while. And dark siders, I haven't heard great things about the series in general, and I haven't played far enough to really be able to give you whether or not it's a good series or the characters are decent or anything. You're playing one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. There's a whole war going on between heaven and hell, and I'm not entirely sure where about we fall in this yet. But I've only played three. Are you playing as Fury? No. Okay. Uh, I am playing as War. Okay. So the first game you're playing on, playing as War. And I forgot. It's it's such a... Uh, stereotypical formula for a video game. Like what Hollywood has decided to tell non-gamers that video games are like is basically this game, but in a good way. Hmm. So it's like you start off, there's very little opening like story about the war between heaven and hell. Yeah. And you get thrown into it. And there's basically like you're in a city street. There's only one way to go. You can't go in buildings. You can't go down back alleyways. There's no open world. It's a path. Go down the path. Slay your enemies, trigger a cutscene, thing happens, camera rotates, new puzzle aspect is involved. You're just going forward. And, you know, levels happen and they introduce new aspects to the game as you're going along. You start building in like, okay, here's how you dodge. Here's how you block. Here's how you do these attacks. Yeah. Here's how you crowd control. And and it leads you up to the end of a street where a friggin' hole opens in the ground and you're fighting the stereotypical giant boss from the waist up because you know his lower half he's just like standing in the ground right and he'll just like slap at you a couple of times but i was like this is so generic in the way that the formula is put together i absolutely love it yeah Mm -hmm. because for the most part i can just shut my brain off and enjoy the experience and not have to be like oh what what if i don't what if i go the wrong way what if i don't go the wrong way what if I'm missing things? What if I'm supposed to go somewhere else, but then I spend two hours walking around over here in left field? What if I breathe wrong and the game breaks and now I can't beat the main quest? Yeah, but luckily this isn't from Bethesda. But I was so happy just with that experience. I picked it up. I played it for maybe 30 minutes to an hour, mm-hmm. put it down and was like, I genuinely had fun Yeah, with Darksiders, the first one. So like if... If you're having game ADD, maybe try jumping back a generation or two. See what that does for you. Yeah. Um, I also discovered a wonderful game that I'd like to recommend for anyone that's into crazy indie games. that will take you maybe 40 minutes to get through at most. Mm -hmm. Um, My friend is a raven. It's done up in the sort of style of never ending nightmares where it's like hand scribbled kind of deal. Fun. Um. You're playing as a character who I'm going to call the Plague Doctor. Mm-hmm. He has a name, but I don't remember what it is. He looks like he's wearing a Plague Doctor mask. Yep. Is why I'm going to give him that name. He's got like the top hat and the scraggly straw like hair. Yeah. And he's gone back to his apartment in what is basically the end of the world. He's the last surviving human after some outbreak happened. And he's gone back to his apartment to reminisce and to meet up with and speak to his friend, the crow. Mm-hmm. Or the, the raven, not crow, raven difference so it's basically you're walking through his apartment and there's items you can pick up 
Mm -hmm. There's only so many. Um, you can come across like a rat trap. You can come across a bag of seeds you need to get the raven to talk to you. Oh. There's like a note you can read, a syringe in the bathroom, some ink, like mm -hmm. random shit <clears throat> that you can get some insight on as you're walking around. And you play through, you go to the balcony, you call the crow, and each of the four different endings gives you a piece of what happened to destroy the world hmm. and where everything is at. And it's like you get through, I almost guarantee that you'll get the bad ending right off the bat because it's the easiest one to get. Yeah. Uh, you have to put a little more preparation and thought into the, any of the other endings to the point where the, there's a guy who has a write-up of three of the endings on Steam but hadn't discovered the fourth yet. And I felt like a big boy because I figured it out. <laughs> so I wrote that as a comment with spoilers just in case. Yeah. Um, so that way it can at least be there for other people that want to play it. Mm -hmm. Very good. The first run through will take 10 minutes. Wow. And every subsequent run through will take less than 10 minutes because you already know there's only so much area to go through. Yeah. There are like two main branches of the house of the apartment. There's like the one main hallway you walk that gets you to the balcony. Mm -hmm. And then there's a secondary back hallway that leads to the bathroom. Hmm. Those are the only places you can go. There are minimal items to interact with. So it's not like you're going through an entire like novel of reading things yeah the art style's phenomenal and i'm honestly really pleased with how they put it together i think you would like fuck what was it called serena maybe it's yeah. a it's kind of like that where you kind of i don't remember if it's like a point and click and you like i click on the table now i'm juked to the table if you walk around yeah but you like interact your guy in his house and you interact with all these items and it's all about his wife and their relationship. And like the more you click on things, like the the more objects in quantity, but the more times you click on the same item, you'll get different information. And it only takes maybe an hour to get through, but it's really, really interesting. And it's very good. It sounds boring, but I can't tell you why it's interesting or it would ruin the whole thing. <laughs> but I have that on Steam if you're bored and you have an hour to kill and you'd like a little bit of a i might check it out i also story. i also dabbled a little bit in um kathy rain mm -hmm. which is a point and click detective type game that static had picked up for me ages ago he was like i think you'll like this game you don't have to stream it just when you have some time give it a play and let me know what you think yep and so static since i know you're listening yep um i think it's fantastic so far uh I played for maybe an hour-ish, mm -hmm. maybe two, and I like where it's going so far. It's like this goth punk chick, probably atheist, uh, and she's living with her college dorm roommate, and it's they have that str strong contrast between mm -hmm. she's like the punk anarchist rebel, and her roommate is like, I have a cross on my wall, and everything <laughs> is pure and clean on my side of the room, but your side's a fucking mess. Yeah. And uh, finds out that, like, her grandfather passed away. So she goes back to visit, like, to go to the funeral and also visit with old family. And yeah. things start to un to come out from there that lead you on this whole chase. <laughs> and I'm not far enough to be able to know, like, what happens yet. But it's intriguing, to yeah. say the least. And I've been, I've been enjoying it. Outside of that, I haven't really played much. I... I did start playing again 
um, Devil Downloader or yeah, Devil Downloader or DX2 mm-hmm. from Shin Megami Tensei, the AR demon hunting game. Yeah. And I like it because the AR is completely optional and not optional in the way like Pokemon Go is optional, like optional, like it's just to find specific demons. Yeah. If you want to use it for the most part, it's just a JRPG. And you can summon and collect demons and fuse them together. Like all the crazy technical shit that happens in the Velvet Room in Persona mm-hmm. is this game. Oh. Was it that game or was it a different one you were talking about where you were like, I had to go to a lake? Something um, about that? Yeah, that was that was this one. That's oh. that's why I said the AR demon finder is basically like you open it up and it gives you like three things to mm-hmm. choose from. And you're like, you know, water or something else or like rocks and you have to go and find the thing with your camera and somehow it's able to distinguish like yeah this is water and then boom okay you can summon a demon in a a demon in ar here yeah and then you can talk to it or catch it or what have you interesting but i like the game uh it's been a very nice casual experience yeah for me thus far and that is the extent of what I've played, I've had Bendy on my brain and I've had um, Bloodborne on my brain, but I haven't played either yep. yet. Yeah, because you were just saying the other day, I miss Bendy. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how I can watch you speed run that for weeks on an, weeks on end, but then like you take a month off and it's like, ah. Uh, yep. Miss Bendy. Same. I'm probably going to hop back into that relatively soon. Yeah. Because I want to stay in practice mm-hmm. and actually like put more time into it. I would like to be able to maybe take a day that I'm not busy doing other audio recordings and just sit down on like a Saturday and be like, okay, I'm going to take like six hours and do three full runs of yeah. Bendy back to back so that I can like really ingrain in my mind where I need to go and what I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, because I got to work my way up that list, man. Yep. Got to get up there. So let me bring you over to... Also, uh, before you read all the games that are coming out next week... Uh, obviously I had prepared some stuff for our podcast last week. Yeah. Um, but since that already happened, uh, fuck the games that came out this current week that we are living in. They don't matter. Just go look it up. I'm sorry. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Sorry we weren't here for you, but, uh, here's what's coming out next week. So Tuesday, January 14th, we'll see the release of Atelier or Atelier. Atelier. I'm not sure. Atelier, uh, Atelier Shali, Alchemist of the Dusk Sea, DX for PS4, Switch, and PC. Thursday, January 16th, A Long Way Down for PC. And Friday, January 17th, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. The free games for Epic from Thursday, January 9th until Thursday, January 16th, you can pick up Sundered, Eldritch Edition. Uh, If you're into metroidvania style games get on that it looks really good and from thursday january 16th next week to thursday january 23rd we will have horus we're back on the track of being able to know what's coming at you it feels so good uh okay and then we've got the the plus games yeah i mean the they we're already like at this point it's january 10th for us and Mm. 11th when the podcast comes out so like people have been no but in case you didn't cares? know, I didn't know, but that's mostly because I'm not PlayStation Plus right now, but yeah. I actually might have to get back on it for the second one on this list. So if you're on PlayStation Plus, the games for January are Goat Simulator 
and Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, which is Uncharted's one, two, and three. Yep. So there's that. Do you own those ones, babe? Mm-hmm. On PS4? Yep. Sick. Of course I own them. So So don't waste your fucking money. Just borrow them from us if you want to play. Oh, Nathan perfect. Drake, Nathan's Drake 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> Nathan's Drake. Nathan's Drake's. Ah, uh, perfect. And on that note, we're going to take a brief break. We'll be right back at you momentarily with some news. Yeah. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. If you get shot by a bullet, there is a brief moment in time where the bullet is touching you ever so gently before it rips through the rest of you. Welcome back. <laughs> that was a Mossamy from the Shower Thoughts subreddit. Thanks for that. That's just going to be a thing I think about now. And it's like a fraction of a millisecond. Before it just rips through you. Yep. Oh. Anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to Morgan, who is alive and with us today. And definitely not a meat puppet. Uh, this isn't a weekend at Bernie situation. Um, I promise. For the posterity and the news and stuff. Oh, I'm not a meat puppet. Uh, yeah, so for posterity, this is This Week in Gaming, as Proxy said. Uh, episode number 143. We are recording this on Friday, January the 10th. This will hit your earballs as of Saturday, January the 11th. Yep. First one of the year for us. There's some first news from last week, just because if it was interesting, I left it in there. Which is one thing, apparently. Yes. No, two things. I don't know. One thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just one thing. Yep. That's Go fine. Go on. Uh, it's not real it's interesting but it's not surprising actually yeah to start off our week our last two weeks at least some uncharted movie news yep uh unsurprising to most of us travis knight who took over as the sixth director for the movie adaptation of uncharted has now quit as director sixth six directors what is wrong with this yep. movie something has got to be wrong uh, according to Deadline, Knight left as director because of Tom Holland's obligation to shoot Spider-Man first. I don't understand. Like, they couldn't just be patient? It's so fucking weird. And I just want somebody to say, oh, secretly, somebody who's on the cast is the worst fucking asshole and this movie is never going to happen. It's just... that one, like, technician that Christian Bale yelled at. <laughs> yeah. He's just on set adjusting lights middle of scenes. Yeah. And everyone's just leaving. Instead of firing him. Yeah. Like, oh, we can't, well, we can't fire him. He's part of the union. <laughs> Christian yelled at him. We can't fire him anymore. Mm. <laughs> uh, moving on from there, some Castlevania Netflix series news. Season three of the Netflix show has been confirmed by Powerhouse Animation on Twitter, saying that the new season is coming soon and definitely in 2020. Still need to watch the first two seasons because apparently the first season that good. The first season's so good. I, I need to get into the second season. I keep I, hearing. It's one of those ones that I really want to sit down and just binge. Mm -hmm. It's like Joe and I were just gushing for the while after the first season of um, <laughs> Sad Boy Dracula. Mm. It, like, I feel like the show is so crazy because it's like it meets like anime and it meets like just simply a good show, and then it meets, like, video game nerds. 
And everybody who has watched it is like, this is a good goddamn show. And it's like, I believe you. I'm trying so hard. It's just so much to watch. Yeah, there's so much I want to watch right now. Like, I need to finish the last four episodes of The Witcher. Mm -hmm. I want to get through the entire second season of Castlevania. You have to finish The Witcher before anything else because I... It's the top of my priorities right now. I need to not, like, be afraid to spoil it anymore. (laughs) Because it's so goddamn good. Mm. Moving on from our Netflix adaptations. (laughs) uh, Some PS5 news. Sony announced at CES this past week that the PS5 will be releasing for the holidays of 2020. Not much else was revealed other than the PS5 will still have a disc reader and that Sony has plans to move forward or move toward a more game streaming future. Yep. Um, It was confirmed post CES that PS5 will be 100% backwards compatible all the way to PS1. Yep. Much like the Xbox Series X will be down to the original Xbox. It's like finally they're listening and they're like, oh, that's what the people want? Yep. Uh, we're still not sh- there's still no confirmation on if the PSVR that you have for your PS4 will be compatible with the PS5, but I mean, I most sure likely hope so. n- most likely not because they're gonna want to come out with PSVR too. Oh God! I mean, what, if they what, can get lower latency and whatnot, they're going to right exactly. Um, moving back onto Netflix adaptations, uh, some Witcher news. Uh, Lauren Hisrich, uh, showrunner for The Witcher, revealed on Twitter that a Netflix podcast called Behind the Scenes is doing a whole season about The Witcher. The podcast will interview cast and crew of the show to get an inside look at the creation of the show. So far, the first episode is about Geralt, and it seems there may be three episodes total. Uh, Geralt, Yennefer, and Siri to explain the characters at the very least. Right now, there's like a, a trailer and then an intro to the show. Uh, the podcast show, not yep. the show show, and then a Geralt episode. So, and the Netflix used to, not used to, but Netflix has another season of this that they did for Stranger Things. So I think it's just kind of Stranger a thing things. that they do. Um, I, I, I haven't listened to it yet, but it's on, I know it's on iTunes. It's probably everywhere else too, because it's uh, Netflix. I'm downloading the first episode right now of the podcast on Spotify. Mm. So I it's really, on Spotify. I do want to listen to it. The, the first episode, the first actual episode, the Geralt episode, is only 40 minutes, which yeah, really is bad. Yeah, I was just bad. looking at that. Um, apparently, uh, they talk about how uh, Henry Cavill always wears the yellow contact lenses, even if he's not looking at the camera, just so that it helps other people like see him as being Geralt oh. and not Henry. And I was like, fuck yeah. And like he does all his own stunts. And like the people who does do the makeup and his wigs, like they work so hard and they, I guess either they have, or at some point at some point going to talk about how hard it is and what they do to get a good wig that stays on during like fight scenes and underwater stuff and whatever. And it's like, Oh, that's so cool. Cause there's some things that I want to know how the hell you did that. Like, I'm glad that he's just wearing contacts and it's not just CGI. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Podcast related. I'm posting a link on the Discord in the big screen of uh, Henry Cavill explaining his Witcher arm and leg workout. Mm -hmm. I watched it the other day and it's It's fucking intense. intense. He literally would wear his outfits for the show home and go to sleep in them so that they would look worn. That's some dedication. I don't give a shit if he was a bad Superman or what. I don't care how terrible Superman is as a hero because he's not a good hero. 
But that's what I've come to realize with Henry Cavill is that like I appreciate him so much as an actor now because of The Witcher, because I hate to say it, but DC and the Superman series did not utilize his talents to their potential. I do not give a shit about Superman. Same. But that's part of my problem. I give a lot of shit. Superman's too much of a good boy. Yeah. He's also too damn powerful. He's a Boy Scout. I feel like Superman is like. Oh, I can hear I Nate have... screaming at me from Jaffrey about how <laughs> Batman beat Superman and Batman's you know a pussy too. Fuck off, Batman. I'm putting that out there They're in the world bad. right now. They're Fuck all bad. off, Batman. Bat- you you know, know, Batman is the grown-up version of that kid you used to play pretend with on the playground who had superpowers to counteract all of your superpowers because they're <laughs> fucking imaginary. Yep. Batman fucking sucks. You know what? In this house, we watch Marvel and only Marvel. In this house, the only heroes we need are Captain Marvel and Thor Odinson. That's it. That's it. Perfect. Moving on (laughs) uh, from adaptations back to some actual video games. Pokemon Direct news. So Pokemon Direct was this week. um, It was Thursday. Yeah, some big stuff quote unquote big stuff that is a little bit shaky in the Pokemon world, like fan world. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield are getting a $30 expansion pass, which will unlock two DLC over the course of 2020 that will each include new areas and new Pokemon. And this, I guess this expansion pass replaces the need for releasing a third game in a series where it's a combination of yeah, both like an games. Ultra. Yeah, or like Ruby and Sapphire, and then there's Emerald. Right. Or Diamond and Pearl, and then there's Platinum. This is just replacing that third game. So yep. I can't be completely mad about it because it is half the price of a game. These are, they are $30 a piece, though. Right. So They're not you, $15 to total. 30. Well, no, but if you have both games, that's your problem. Right, exactly. <laughs> but that being said, um, the first DLC is called Isle of Armor. It will be released sometime in June of 2020. And the second is called Crown Tundra, which will release sometime in the fall. No expected date. I would still say November. Probably, yeah. Probably just so they can say we had a November release. Um, every legendary ever released in any previous Pokemon game will be available in the Crown Tundra DLC as part of a Dynamax raid, which is part of a new gameplay feature in the expansion. Can we pause for a second? I fucking hate that everything this day in this day and age is called a raid. Not everything needs to be called a raid. Pokemon Go, stop calling it raids. Destiny, stop it. It's just an event that's going on. Stop calling everything a raid. I mean, Destiny actually does raids. I don't care. It's only a raid because you they call it a raid. No, no. Uh, from from old school gamer point of view, it is a raid. Um, either way, raid aside. Uh, also, during the Pokemon Direct, Pokemon Home. Pokemon Home, which is a cloud-based storage system for your Pokemon, will release as of February. Uh, players will be able to store Pokemon and transfer them between games. An app on the phone, different from Pokemon Bank, that was only available on the console, uh, only Gala Region Pokemon can be transferred from another game into Pokemon Sword and Shield, but Pokemon from the Pokemon Bank, Pokemon Go, Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu, and Sword and Shield can be transferred into Pokemon Home. That's so, a little confusing for me. What do you mean? The, that you can, So you can put, you could put any Pokemon from some such game but I can't put, into I can the bank. I can only put Sword and Shield Pokemon into Sword and Shield. Yes then what the fuck is the point of having Pokemon Home? And really, it's just, it, I think it's so that, like, because there's people like me, right? 
Yeah. Who I, I previously, I used to hold on to every single Pokemon I cared about. Yes. Every, every Pokemon that I would win the victory road with, whatever. I would hold on to them. And I would just keep them on the previous game. So, like, for a while, I kept them on uh, Leaf Green. Right. And then we switched to a new generation. And I moved them all to Diamond. And then whatever. And then my Diamond game fucking just like erased itself yeah, and it was terrible i had a co- i had my my original pokemon my first pokemon that i ever had ever gone but i wanted to hold on to it forever so i think that the pokemon bank and pokemon home are for people like me who can't fucking let go even if i never used it again i still wanted it you know so yeah. I, I think it kind of makes sense, especially if you're like, oh, I really, I love these Pokemon. I don't want to let them go. Or maybe I want to use them again in maybe another game in the future. will allow for, for this generation to be added to the game. But I really want to replay Soul Silver or whatever. So it's like, I kind of get it. But I also don't know if this is going to cost money. It probably will because Pokemon Bank was like five bucks a year, which isn't bad. But I'm going to guess that Pokemon Home, if it costs money, is going to cost more than five bucks a year. Because it's a, a phone app. It's okay. a, a phone app. I get it now. Um, that's it. Good morning. That's all, that's all I have. Yeah, that's all we have. Because it was a fucking time. It was a time. Uh, I want to do just a couple of things for housekeeping for the end of this episode. One, if uh, if you haven't, you should totally check out the Amazon mystery link in yes. the description, the show description, the show notes, whatever you want to call them. The description for the show, wherever you're listening to it, check it out. It is an affiliate link. We do get paid money. If you buy the thing that is in the link, we get paid a little less money Pennies. if you go through that link to buy something else that you are looking at. Yep. Just getting that out there. I also have some links down there to the Humble Bundles that are currently going on. Uh, Nothing over-the-top exciting for me right now, but they do have a New Year, New You book Mm. bundle, as well as a Get Crafty book bundle. So if you're into those things, uh, those links are down there. How fun. Um, That's another one of those things that we get, like, I think we get, like, Humble Store credit or something if uh, if you use our link and buy stuff. Hmm. Um, Also, this year... It is very much going to be new year, new us. Yep. Uh, because after, I'm hoping this isn't totally new to Morgan because you no, were no. in the hospital. We've talked about it. Part of okay. this conversation. Yeah. So we are going to be moving our hosting from Podbean over to Anchor. Because it's Because free. Anchor is free and it's owned now by Spotify. So it'll push us out to every platform I don't without love... us having to do anything this about it. This is partly my idea because I want to be on Spotify. Without having I also want us account. to be on Spotify. <laughs> that yeah, I don't love getting into bed with the man, but I will do what I have to do to be on Spotify and potentially make that money. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I just, Anchor is trying to do because there's been so much going back and forth with Patreon. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if you want to know how to support the show, you can always hit us up on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You're you help offset the cost of running and producing the show <laughs> for as little as a dollar or as much as two dollars. Yep. You can support the show. Well, to be fair, I didn't think you could break that, but apparently you can because one person, Demon X, is doing 10 a month yeah. to help us cover the cost of the software yep. that we're leasing. Which so, is appreciated. Much appreciated. Um, but because Patreon has kind of been like back and forth over the years with like, oh, we're going to start charging fees. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Mm-hmm. And everyone freaking out about it. Uh, I know Anchor's been implementing a lot of things to try and help creators make money directly through Anchor. Yep. So, 
you know, we'll see what we can do with that. Uh, I should still be able to push Twig through to Podbean, so it'll still show up. Logically, that makes sense, because it's just an app to listen to. Yeah. You know? Our other uh, AV Underground and Health and Mana are both available on Podbean now. Yeah. So I think it's just a matter of submitting the feed to Podbean. Mm Mm-hmm which is going to be a whole lot easier than the other way around of trying to push it out that. And for whatever reason, it's so easy to search any of my other podcasts that I've worked on, on Spotify. Yep. Whereas like you can't even find twig on Podbean where it's hosted. Nope. Yeah. Also, I'm not saying Podbean's that, bad. It's just that we, it's not a perfect platform, but also because of that fucking guy who literally named his podcast this week in gaming in 2019. The more I think about it, the more angry I am about it. Like, bro, I did the (laughs) research, right? When we decided that this was a temporary name, I still looked it up and I was like, yeah, people have that name, but they stopped using it three years ago. So it's okay if we use it. This guy didn't even give a shit. This has been a temporary name for two years now. Or he did give a shit, but, you know, can't find us anywhere. I don't know. I have had to tell people before I, I have to searched. search for WYDG on the Apple Store, yep. Google Play, Podbean, anywhere you want to look for us, you have to search the parent name of WYDG. Yep. I think I figured out how to fix that. Mm. Pushing everything. And Anchor should allow us. In theory, you guys shouldn't notice much of a shift at all, for those of you listening. Um, worst case, I'll have to, I'll post an episode here and there and tell you like, hey, if, uh, if if you're hearing this, shift over. Yeah. Just to make sure. Um, but they should be able to just import all of our old episodes. Yep. That'd be nice. Into Anchor without me having to personally upload every single one of them again. But I have the files and can do it if necessary. But yeah. boy, would that be a process. Yeah. When does that is that like I think it was March? March, or April? I believe. Yeah. So I'm gonna work on it slowly. Uh probably over the course of the rest of this month, getting everything moved over to Anchor and ready. Yeah. So that we can just boom, there it goes. Yep. Even if we're producing on both platforms at the same time for a little while yeah. to get help get people moved over, then, you know, our last yeah. week of doing it on Podbean, we can just like, hey, guys, we're moving. This is the last it's episode done. you'll hear yeah. from our Podbeans. And it should spot. be just fine. Yeah. But I don't want to pay $100 again for same for something that really like it's fine. They didn't yeah. suck my dick or anything. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> it's good, but there are free alternatives that uh, don't require an arm and a leg. Mm. And that, I, I say that having for AV Underground gone through the terms of service and EULA for Anchor, it was painful. I hate legal jargon. Yep. It's real bad. But honestly, not terrible. Anyway, so that's going to be coming. Don't forget to check out those links. And uh, we'll catch you guys again next week with more video game happenings. Until then, happy gaming. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a production of WYDG Gaming Radio, a Yadude company. Pre-production, show outline, and hot takes by Raw Zombie, Sarah Green. Edited, produced, and constantly derailed by Proxy Fox, Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is created and moderated by Zero Threat Morgan. To learn more about WYDG, Yadude, our other podcasts, or to find us on social media, visit yadudegamers.com.